man, and sport. A timeless means of entertainment. Some men hit home runs. Others are curb stopped. Some win Cy Youngs. Others get dunked on. Some men become MVPs. Others have 70 saves in a game. But your stats won't matter here. Here we discuss the issues, search the hearts of men, and judge in vivid detail. Only raw takes will do. This is sports analysis. This is sports untamed. This is Sporticus. You can find us on Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter, all at Sporticus Live. That's Sport I C U S Live. Sporticus Live. See you there. There's nothing to really spoil with SmackDown. We're recording, by the way. That's how all I right. tell you we're recording. All right, that's cool. <laughs> Usually that's they cool. say, "Are we recording this?" I say, "Yeah, we've been recording for like six minutes." I, when I <laughs> told you six minutes ago. Um, <laughs> But I, I will give a little bit of an intro. Um, we are back. It's been a long time. Well, not too long. I dropped a MMA podcast for y'all, but um, you know, I haven't done a, a lot of a ton of wrestling. And I want to get to this Vince McMahon and Triple H stuff. Um, so yeah. have you? We we got we got Nate Lindbergh with us. Um, he's actually a new co-host. I've never been here before. Um, from Brand new. From tell tell us where you're from and your give us your twitters and your Instagram ads and yeah, uh, OnlyFans addresses and all that. Oh, OnlyFans! Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> uh, no, I'm uh, I'm Nate Lindbergh. Uh, I I do the um uh so uh, with the PW Torch. Uh, I do the PWT Talks NXT podcast. We kind of go live after NXT and talk about uh you know. NXT and then what just happened on the show and all of that good fun stuff. I also do the NXT hits and misses for pwtorch.com. Um, I try to have that up on the website like shortly after NXT goes off the air. Um, so you can certainly check that out, kind of see what I thought about the show and, and uh, the direction NXT 2.0 is going in, especially now in um, you know this kind of new era where Triple H is, is coming back in charge. Um, but uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Nate Lindbergh. I don't do Instagram or really any other other social media uh or at least you know nothing i kind of promote anyway out there in the in the world um but yeah it's kind of plenty kinda, of fish <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah plenty well you know i i am single Black so yeah, you know plenty of fish okay cupid you can find me uh you know tender bumble hinge i'm i'm there i'm there i'm looking you know but uh yeah yeah that's kind of uh that's me in a nutshell man thanks uh thanks for having me on appreciate it dude no problem. Uh, thanks for being on. Um, whenever you say P, you gotta say PWT talks NXT. It's gotta be like that every time, or it's too long of a name. It's weird. Like I, I can look yeah. at it and I remember it and I know it, but I'm like, I'm gonna mess it up because there's no way it's said. It's just, you know what I mean? Like there's no, there's I've, no uh, pop to it. There no, is a pop to it, 
Yeah. Like I, I joined the podcast, like I think it was already going for a couple of years at that point. Um, this guy named Justin James that was the host of the show and, and um uh he he had to he kind of jumped off. He had some issues with like the Saudi Arabia things and just kind of the direction WWE was going and like, you know, political right. ways and things like that. So he he jumped off the show and uh I jumped in and and since like I uh you know, or, or like kind of right off the bat, I'm like PWT talks NXT. It's kind of a weird name, but all right, I'll roll with it. I'll roll with it. it. It's not my place to. Yeah, yeah. I um, like the name. It's just that you gotta say it in that cartoony way every time, or it'll lose its effect. Right. <laughs> it sound really long. Pro Pro Wrestling Torch talks NXT. See, yes. Like you know, that's what it is. It's got to be PWT talks NXT. PWT every talks time. NXT. Every I mean, time. You know, I mean, at least, you know, I can have fun with it with the, like, you know, the announcer voice, PWT talks, NXT, stuff yeah, like that, you know. See, you see what I mean? This is this yeah. is why I'm a consultant, because it only takes a little bit of me working and then shit is popping at all, all times, popping all the time. Okay, So have you guys actually discussed at length the, I don't know, the Vince McMahon stuff and the Triple H stuff or kind of taking it here and there or what how, how far have you guys going with it because i don't want to retread that ground i really yeah, don't yeah so we've kind of sort of talked about it in the context of what it's going to do to nxt um but it's so it's 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 obviously been a topic of conversation but it's like we we've yeah. kind of we haven't really gone like deep dive into it or or, or anything like that it's really just been more like what we think is going to happen with nxt and um uh, you know, we've had some questions about like what we think is going to uh, some of the people on the main roster that are from NXT, um, you know, how they might but, pan out now with Triple H, but that's about it. But not as a pure topic on his own. Right, right. Yeah, we okay. haven't touched it like that. Not at all. So where did you stand with uh, the Vince McMahon stuff? Let me, <sighs> okay. let me, let me, let me do it. Oh, OK, no, I like the no, no. Took the deep breath. You yeah. go first. You go first. Right. I like that. Go ahead. Okay, so there's there's a big part of me that is like, and I'm gonna start off this way, but uh, yeah, there's it's a cool, big part. Man. I'm gonna say bitches and in a minute. Watch. Uh, all right, so fair, enough. fair enough. Fair enough. Big <laughs> part of me that's like, okay, right, Vince McMahon, he he changed the wrestling business. You know, like the thing that we all love really wouldn't be the same if Vince was never in the picture, right? So it's it's kind of bittersweet. Because, you know, he, he gave us this thing and, and um, you know, we've latched onto it and we've kind of all come together because of it. And not that Vince created wrestling, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it is yeah. the way things are because he made of, it a billion dollar industry. Exactly. You yeah. know, so it's, it's kind of bittersweet to see somebody like that, you know, retire. But at the same time, um, you know, I, I can't get behind the whole, you know, power trip. Yeah, treat women like objects type thing, you know, the hush money payments. It's like it doesn't surprise me that it's come out and he, you know, he, this is kind of the type of guy he is. Like, it really doesn't surprise me at all, just knowing what we've known about Vince over the years. But, um, you know, it's I don't know. It's kind of depressing because, like, it's a company I love and they do stuff all the time that just makes me go dude why you know like i said you know earlier with the saudi arabia stuff and you know uh, pga is now competing with saudi arabia i i I, it's so weird you know we can't we live in a country where you're free to be whoever you want yep but we don't actually allow others to be free who they are because that's 
Like, we don't own Saudi Arabia, nor can we tell them what to do. And as a matter of fact, a lot of people bitched and moaned about it, but WWE did something they don't allow, man. <laughs> like, they don't allow women to get up there and do their thing like that. But in just, like, two, ye- two, well, uh, two years, we had, you know, the first time or first couple of times, we had one match. Okay. Then we had a, a mul- multiple women's match. Then then we had, like, B- we got Bianca. We got Sasha up there. Like, it's not just women. It's women of color, too. Like, yeah, no, they just let them go. Damn good point. You know, and they said they were going to do that, and everybody snickered and sneered. And I said, check it out, man. You bitch and moan about everything they do, and then when they get, when they throw you a bone, it's not enough. You know, yeah. and, and, and and that's that's what I really hated about it. I, was, I get it. I understand why we don't like Saudi Arabia, okay? I get that. I'm Jewish, um, and I understand all the stuff they do and why they do it. Most of the shit they probably shouldn't be doing, to be honest with you, because it's no real. I mean, they go they go on the Quran, which is different. But I, I'll just tell you this. A lot of stuff's just extremely out of context. You know, mm-hmm. cover up your face and don't be too attractive to people is one thing. And I get it. But there's ways in which you can do that without covering your face. You can wear makeup without being a whore and stuff like that. You get it like there's. There's levels to this. So I get why people are upset with it, but people don't even understand that it's not even their place. Literally, it's not their place to, to deal with Saudi Arabia, you know, uh, in that way. But like we got we got way more from WWE being with them than we got alone. Uh, I will. Can, we can get to Jamal Khashoggi in a minute. I know Wade had really personal issues with that being a journalist. You know, obviously, you know, but oh yeah, uh, uh, continue with the with the Vince stuff, you know, um, yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. So I mean, you know, I mean that that's kind of really you know really where I was going with it is just kind of like, you know, it's it's bittersweet because you know, like I said, he he gave us all this stuff that you know we we've latched onto, loved, you know, bunch of like, I mean, The Undertaker is one of my favorite gimmicks Shot of all time, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, all these all these cool things. And and so it's like it is bittersweet to kind of see that, you know, him because like I always thought his retirement would be, you know, grandiose or there would be some, you know, or he just dropped dead, you know, and or something like that. Um, I never really expected him to kind of get ousted out of the company like this. Granted, you know, he wasn't ousted. He, quote, retired, but he did it because it kind of had to. Um, So, you know, it's it's a little. I don't know. Like it, it kind of bruises the the reputation yeah. of Vince McMahon type of deal. Um, I I think I think this is the way it was going to happen. Like not a controversy, but a way we never expected, and we didn't yeah. expect it because he's been able he survived so much. Oh, exactly. Like, the last thing I read was he paid nineteen million. I was like nineteen million. Damn, how many bitches was you fucking for nineteen million? Yeah, like, right. Bro, Seriously. Listen, I mean, listen, for 19 million, you can have a couple baby mamas stashed in Canada really shutting up. You know, like I, I'm, I'm just doing the math on this. Let's just, you know, just for <laughs> real. Like, let's just divide divide this money a little bit. Let's say he has six baby mamas. That's three million, of, you know, uh, like three million a piece, something like that. You know, yeah. a little over three, three million a piece. I, you could buy some land in Canada. Like, I, I'm just looking at it. 
from a, hey, man, why did you go out use, I, I don't care. I get they send his company money. Whatever, dude, shut up. <laughs> I mean, what, like, is is his money. It's his money. I don't care about all that other extra stuff. I understand he might be legally responsible. That's a, that's that's his fault. But let's just be for real. It's his money. And and what really pisses me off is that stupid old Johnny Ace and dumbass Kevin Dunn got him caught up because they were sharing bitches. Yeah, I, this is how I'm going to talk about it. Because you know what? The second you take money for something, I can call you worse names than that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Hush. Yeah. Hush money. Oh, well, these women's were, they were blah, blah, blah. Were they adults? Because you sound like they were, you acting like they were 12, not you, but people acting like they were 12 years old or something. No, yep. they were they were adult women that just, or this was a, an adult woman that took money from both Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn and John Laurinaitis. First off, if your homie hidden, relax, man. Let him hit it. You know, let him hit it and quit it, and you go get something else. Don't latch on and be like, well, I saw you fucking my homie. This is what it is. I mean, I'm talking about it like this. This is exactly what happened. Oh, man, my homie hit. Let me hit. And then John Laurinaitis not being smooth at all, fucked it all up. I can't see him trying to actually, like, flirt. Did we know about it when Vince McMahon was doing it? Hell no. But we know about it now because Kevin Dunn and... John Laurinaitis fucked up, and now people know that they was out there buying pussy, pretty much. I mean, they weren't paying up front. They were paying on the back end, but that's still kind of... It's not prostitution, man, but man, did they really... They really skirted that line, right? Like, technically, yeah, I mean, it's, but if we look back on it, ain't that prostitution? If you accept that's money, you accept it. I mean, I I mean, I kind of guess by by definition, maybe, um, you know, I don't know. It's like I I kind of get it, too. It's like, you know, what you're saying is, like, you know, they're adults consented, you know, whatever. But it's like you also, too, you've got men in power over women. It's like, yeah, you know, so I don't know. I, I'm I feel like it was knowing Vince and especially the way he portrayed, you know, himself with like Trish and Sable and But he's in great shape. I mean, if I'm a young woman, I might want to fuck Vince McMahon. I don't see a problem with it. Everybody's like, oh he you know, not you, but everybody it it all depends on the it all depends on the context, right? So I mean if it was like John Laurinaitis did it. John Laurinaitis is and Kevin Dunn, they not smooth. They not Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon can make you get a draws up, make you get a pussy up real quick. John Laurinaitis, on the other hand, might have to pay you. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's very different when you go from Vince to John Laurinaitis. Like, Vince McMahon is not just a dude in power. He's the dude. But he's so in power that you wouldn't even be thinking about him like that. Like, oh, this guy's my boss and stuff. John Laurinaitis, on the other hand, will remind you that he's your boss. So will Kevin Dunn. Like, these are the type of niggas that are in power that will straight up use it. And that's why they are in trouble. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. (laughs) You know. Um, man, I can't imagine Kevin Dunn trying to actually like, or, or any woman wanting to actually like fuck Kevin Dunn. Yeah, Bucky uh, Beaver looking motherfucker. I mean, they, I don't think they could imagine it either, which is why he was like, "Well, imagine ten million dollars in your bank account." Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like I said, it all depends. It all depends on like the context, because if it's like yeah. you know, 
you know, fuck me and I'll, I'll, I'll give you a push or, or, you know, put you in a good spot or put the title on right. you, something like that. Like that. No, I'm not like, I'm but not with a paralegal. That. Like would it would. Right. No. And you're at, that's, that's right. Oh, this yeah. paralegal couldn't get a push. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, is that what, push. is that what it was a paralegal? I didn't know. That. Yeah, it was a paralegal. I mean, it was probably other people, but like, it doesn't, the story doesn't add up like if we try to skew things and say well this is how fence is and stuff it doesn't actually add up like his on-screen character is different but it just starts to not add up with who he actually is you know what i mean um this is a guy who took a finisher in a strip club who's at a strip club yeah finisher yeah yeah you know what i mean yep no i know the story doomsday device he could he could have bought the whole strip club he could have right. he could have did anything he wanted in his strip club with all of this talent. He could have had any conversation. Instead, this nigga took a, a finisher. Th- that don't sound like a dude that's paying for pussy to me, right? It's the no, almighty, all powerful Vincent Kennedy McMahon. He does not throw his power around in in that way. It just doesn't actually happen like that others everybody else has though is in numerous stories triple h how he used to power trip and stuff like that you know and now you can see how triple h is atoning for his sins something happened not one thing but triple h sees how much of a a, how big of an asshole he was in the click how the click was horrible to people you know, Shawn Michaels sees it, too. And now they are trying to right every wrong they've ever done in the industry because, yep. damn, boy, do they have a lot of wrongs to right, you know? Oh, no, yeah, uh, no, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure with, like, with Hunter, it had something to do with, you know, probably getting married, having kids, kind of like, you know, you get – because, I mean, you know, you can speak to it better than me. You've got kids. But I'm sure your perspective on life changes quite a bit at that point. Yeah, I mean, you can't punch a nigga in the face and go to jail because you got to take your kids to school tomorrow. So, like, a lot of people be like, ah, man, you know, threatening violence and stuff. I'm like, well, yeah, that's actually not not true. Like, you're not really going to do it unless it's discreet. And there's you can't trust someone with discretion when it comes to uh, their ego. Yeah. You know, like, uh, it's you can you can't have those. You can't have. It's fight or flight, and when you got kids, you will fly a lot. You cannot fight on a lot of things. You can't. You have to live the fight another day. Because if you don't, your kids won't live the fight another day. You know. Yeah. So exactly, it, it's about yeah, it's about setting them up the right way. And I'm sure that happened with Triple H. You know, it's not just that. I think he started to come across different talent that he could not be the same way he was. He couldn't. He saw how Vince would act. He saw how John Laurinaitis acted. I mean, John Laurinaitis got fired. They didn't like him. You know, look at what he did with the, the, the uh, Mickey James thing. Mm-hmm. You know, look at what he did. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think back in the day Triple H would have done that. You know what I mean? I don't think he would have. I don't think he's uh, an asshole like that. I think, in terms of business, back in the day, yeah, he'd step on you, and that'd be your fault. That's too bad. Get out the way. You know, uh, that's how it was. But I think once he got to the top, he saw how doing that was just not the way to go. Like, yeah. there was no way anybody could do that after him because the way that that locker room worked, it was just it was horrible. You know, 
we all know about the locker room stories and all that stuff. So, you know, I, I, I just think that Triple H had an epiphany or whatever and just said, well, we can't do things like that. Same thing with Shawn Michaels. Uh, and that's why John Laurinaitis is out of there. Are you happy about the John Laurinaitis firing? I absolutely am. Like, I mean, he's so I've, I've never heard like good stories about him for the most part. Right. I mean, you get some people kick, kissing his ass here and there. But, um, you know, I also didn't like his, you know, his, his choice and talent. You'd hear, you know, him. I mean, he's the one that wanted, you know, kind of go back him and done, I guess, kind of the ones who want to go back to like tits and ass era. Hey, go figure. Right. Hush money payments are the ones that yeah. want to go back to like tits and ass. Um, so, you know, it, where, whereas like I want like good women's wrestling, give me good women's wrestling. We like down in NXT for how long did we have like the best women's roster in the industry? You know, um, I, I think it still is. Yeah, it's, I think it still is. I think the focus. I, I'll be fair. I think that focus had to change because you weren't getting enough TNA. You weren't. It was just, uh, look, I'll put it like this. Look at Rhea Ripley. You yeah, know, I mean, uh, every, but at the same time, I, know, like, I, don't, I, mean, like, I don't think you necessarily, like, you can, yeah, you don't necessarily need it either. You know, it depends on how you're presenting the product. You don't need it, but I think there's a, a significant place for it and a want for it. I mean, have you seen Valerie Laredo? I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, as a, as a single white you know blooded uh, red blooded male i mean yeah of course like i want to see stuff like that but um but she can she i i first saw her in her her uh gi i never i didn't see her in anything else i just saw just saw her she was on like a beach or something she wasn't even wearing a bikini she just had all these trophies and then i watched her compete and i was like oh man i can't wait till this person does well in mma because at the moment she hadn't really started then she started mma and i was like um, I thought she could be the next Leota Machida, which was a straight up uh uh he wasn't mixed martial arts, he was just martial arts, you know, like mm-hmm. he, he he didn't mix it. It was just all one thing. And I thought she was the next one of him, you know. Well, that didn't pan out. She doesn't listen very well, she's not coachable from what I could see. So if she doesn't yeah. pan out, that's why. Mark my words on this. She is not coachable from what I've seen. Her coach said, don't do that spinning back elbow bullshit again. She did it again. She ended up losing that fight. <laughs> you know, yep. it was horrible. It was the worst thing I've seen. And she did it twice, you know. Uh, but uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, we can have both. And I think they got tired of not having both because it was like, well, look, what are you doing then? You know, like, Rhea Ripley can at any point look like she did in the, uh, in the May Young Classic. And then what? Like, you know, it, it, I think that the TNA is catching up anyway, and you better present it and and make the money and make it work for you instead of fighting it and just, you know, putting people in, you know, putting them in grandma dresses or something like that or nightgowns, you know, like they don't need to wrestle in the Tom and Jerry nightgowns, you know, like not that they were. But uh, yeah. I think what Ember Moon said was the dumbest shit I've heard in a long time oh we well we don't need to look sexy like mandy rose but why not you you don't need to but you could and you can make a ton of money they don't tell roman reigns oh god they look like shit right do they do everybody's makeup and hair or do they you know it's she missed the whole point i get it you don't like john laurinaitis but there's still a point john laurinaitis paid what 
$10 million for pussy, you could get this nigga $10 million or, you know, or you can sit there with your, you know, 250000 250, a year. That's dumb as hell to me. Like, you can get John Laurinaitis money without even touching him. So yep. you might as well get his money. You can wrestle the same. You can, you can wrestle even better if you want. And you can just wear this outfit and it's cool. Like, you can wear the outfits in between. Like, wait till Oscar starts dressing normal again because she hasn't worn a suit or anything. Remember she was wearing suits in NXT? Yeah, 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 that's right. She did. And and she was just she was just businesswoman. Just businesswoman Oscar. She was just on top of everything. Wait till she starts doing that. Like it's gonna come back around. I don't think it was about TNA. I think it's about more adding the sex appeal. Cause like Bianca Belair wore two skirts and people lost their shit. Like I I mean Twitter exploded. It was like, wow, mm-hmm. whoa. And I was like, yeah. But see, people don't know that. It's it's okay for them to have another reason to be into Bianca Belair. Doesn't have to be crazy. Doesn't have to be ridiculous. You know, it could be like, oh, she's attractive as well. So, I, I think that's. Yeah, I think I think that Johnny Ace had an idea, and his idea wasn't wrong. It's just that there's no way he could execute it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, like. So, I mean, I don't know, at least like my kind of viewpoint on it is like, I, I, I think there's certainly a place for, you know, sex and, and TNA and, and all of that in, in the wrestling world. Um, I don't necessarily think every single woman needs to, needs to follow that though. Like, um, you know, for example, like Tiffany Stratton down in NXT, you know, that's, that's kind of the way she's presenting herself. Um, Mandy Rose, you know, down in NXT, it's, it's kind of same thing, you know, that's, that's the way they're presenting themselves. And that's the way they also, obviously they, they kind of want to as well. I mean, or, you know, the company obviously wants them to do it, but like, if they didn't necessarily feel comfortable doing it, they wouldn't have to might hurt their spot on the card, but you know, they wouldn't necessarily have to do it. Um, it like, I don't necessarily want to see every single woman being sexualized, at least for, you know, in, in like my head, like when I'm watching, like, I don't want to see every single woman being sexualized. I want to see somebody like Rhea Ripley get out there and fucking kick some ass. Um, so and I think they've done a great job of not doing that because like I think they they had to like undo Oscar a little bit like Oscar is at a lot of things and then they had to like they had like made her put on a shirt or something because <laughs> like it was like hey Oscar like we need you to be the workhorse you got to put those titties away <laughs> you know because like right. there was a while when she was wrestling with like this weird top and I was like okay um and I get it I don't know what they're gonna do with Ronda Rousey she wore this thing that I can only just described on as a, a thong bra it was like a thong and a bra on her she wore it, it oh was yeah a, a chest thing and it was it was a lot of under boobs i was like so it is like a thong because i can just see it's weird man it's weird i don't know what she, yeah, I don't know she what dresses yeah yeah just smackdown's crazy yeah. <laughs> i was like what the hell are you wearing but um no you know but like i, I like that they could they could either they could play it up or they could play it down like right. they they just kind of with Carmella they play it up and that's that's fine whatever um they don't play it up with Bianca at all except like this a couple weeks you know when she mm-hmm. came out and she was ringside everybody was like whoa okay like oh I get it you know so I like that they have the option of doing that but if you don't introduce it you won't really have the option because we won't be 
the audience will start to see it different. You have to show everybody everything when you put it up there. The problem with Rhea Ripley was when they saw the blonde hair and big titties, it was like, oh, well, that's okay. And she had to, they had to pull all of that back. They said, no, 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 no. We don't want you to be that. Like, right. you know, not they, everybody said that her, them, they said, no, cause people are lose focus. And that's, they'll want you to be like Lacey Evans or Charlotte or something like that's not what, that's not who you are. That's not the focus we want, but she could always go back to it. So, you know what I mean? Like it, it, yeah, they, yeah. they, they they just need to start from a certain point. And then that's why I'm okay with the TNA because they have to start from a certain point in order for you to look at everything. But like, they can't just, it's not coming out of nowhere now that if Bailey starts dressing like sexy or whatever, because she already started dressing different. Like she's already started that change and already had that change. But it, yeah, from going forward, they need to present everybody as everything. Because if you don't, it's going to be too dramatic of a change and go, oh, now she's trying to be like Carmella, you know, <laughs> or oh, now this person's trying to be this or that or, you know, uh, anyway. So. Obviously, we got high hopes for Triple H and I think he's done great. Oh, um, yeah. Big I, time. Uh, have you heard any spoilers from SmackDown? No, no, I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, like I said, I, I uh. I was out late last night and I just hadn't had a chance to watch it this morning or really like sit down and read anything about it. So I actually have no idea what happened last night. Okay. So I won't, I won't spoil it. Uh, I won't spoil any surprises. There's at least one. Um, Ooh, and it's right. out of no, it's, it's out of nowhere, man. It's out of nowhere. I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, something that hit was hinted at people were talking about, but it happened out of nowhere and it was dope. It was great. And, uh, it was extremely well received, and I was like, "What? Okay, well." All right, well, now now you got me curious because honestly, I'm probably not going to go back and watch it and just read like Wade Keller's report or something. Hit Row came out, no introduction, no nothing. It was like, oh, "Hit shit, really? Row, yeah, Hit Row just came out, with and swerve? the crowd was like, "Yo, what? No, not with Swerve. Fuck him. Okay. That idiot left. Anybody who went over to AEW and didn't, and couldn't take the heat in the kitchen, fuck them." That's how I feel about it, because, you knew your now I will say this. A lot of things happened that you didn't think would happen. Vince McMahon left and Triple H left before that. He retired from everything. So Mm -hmm. I can understand that you had no protection, no guarantees. But, man, come on. Like Triple H has done everything, everything he could. Oh, yeah. You still like, well, I I can't be a manager. If you Adam Cole, I ain't going to be no manager. L.A. Knight's a manager. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Max Dupree is a manager. Mm-hmm. So you think he's not going to have matches now? Like he, he oh, yeah. waited. He will eventually. Yeah. Of all people. Well, then again, I met him. Robert Stone hasn't. I mean, he's yeah, had I, a couple, I guess, actually. They right. were joke matches, though. But but at least now we know he'll be used correctly. And well, actually, let me let me say this. He probably would have used been used better. With uh, Vince, because Vince knows how to do comedy, so he probably would have been done a little bit better. Because there's a there's a generic main roster product, and I think Robert Stone is perfectly brilliant for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> you know, there's there's a there's an NXT product, w- which is still that wedding probably that's that's one of my favorite weddings of all time. You talking uh, my- Gargano and, and Loray? Yeah, no, uh, no, no, not Gargano and Lorraine, uh, 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 Dexter Loomis and Andy Hartwell. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That might be my oh, yeah, favorite wedding of all time. Wow, that's what I'm taught. That's what I meant when it became 2.0. Yeah. No, I, I know, know what you mean. I said, yeah, I don't know why I said Gargano and Lorray. So, so you know, um, yeah, I get why people uh, didn't want to stick around, uh, but I also don't get it. You can't say to me in your vignettes and stuff, or at least let them depict you as this person that, oh, I always wanted to be WWE champion and main event WrestleMania, and then you leave. Because Kevin Owens, of everyone, could have left. He's a guy who could just do whatever he wants, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He could, he could, he can make a name for himself wherever he went. Yeah, and and people are like, oh, he's not being used right, this and that. I'm like, yeah, the guy who had Stone Cold's last match, right, and first match in in, in what 20 years, he's not being used right. Yet yeah, they trust Vince knew him and trusted him so well that he said, yeah, you're gonna have that last match. He's also the last guy to make Vince bleed. Oh, yeah, when yeah, Vince, right. When he headbutted him, that's right. When right. Vince wanted somebody for the job, he knew who he was. But because he wasn't being used the same way people think, they would say, oh, he's being misused. That's why I'm glad, to, you know, everybody doesn't listen to the, you know, uh, Internet people because they, they don't know what they're talking about, man. Like, what if he had left and went to AEW? Right. <laughs> yeah, you, know. you know, Sammy said neither Sammy nor KO left WWE. That should tell you everything. And I mean, hey, now, Kurt Angle made them try once. He said TNA was hiring. I mean, that's different. <laughs> no, that's, I know. That's I'm different, just, right? I know, no, I know. Right. But, but TNA tough. actually has some sort of working relationship with uh, WWE. Like, they've that's done true. stuff. You know, right. uh, they, they don't hate each other. They get it. And also, they're in the same business. Sinclair Broadcasting, like, they're not going to, they're not going to shit on Sinclair. They never have. Uh they don't necessarily see them as competition. They see them more so as equals. I think it's Jeff Jarrett and the. Uh, it's it's just because they're in the same family. Like Jerry Jarrett is like oddly Vince McMahon's equal somehow. Jerry Jarrett's the only guy. Like, don't get me wrong. Paul Heyman and and uh and and Eric Bischoff they know all their stuff, but like they're not quite Jerry Jarrett. You know. Uh. So when Vince. When Vince needs a real equal, that's that's who he see. Wasn't he about to turn the uh, WWE over to him if WCW had won? Um, I so I remember hearing something about like Jerry Jarrett coming in and thinking that he was going to be in a higher position of power um, around the steroid trials, but right, but like. Right. He he wasn't. I, I don't know if that was actually like a real thing. Like, well, like Jeff Jarrett taking over. Jeff Jarrett really shit on the comic uh, on the company publicly. Like we saw him. Oh yeah. Spit. Yeah, he did Bret Hart thing. I mean, but like, I mean, obviously he lets you come back. But like Jeff Jarrett is in a position of power now. Like, so I I can see how that was actually a thing. But you know, um, I I like that. What what we're getting for uh, to get back to Triple H, I like what we're getting with Triple H that we got hit row back, and that there was no um, insulting our intelligence. He right. didn't do that at all. It was like either you know who it is and fuck you. You're gonna have to find out, you know. Um, and I'm but I, I I'm gonna ask you this: Do you think he'll start to let people who abandoned him? Come back. Triple H? Yeah. 
So from so I think it was I was listening to one of Wade Keller's VIP. Um, uh, the hell is he called? Oh, the uh, Wade Keller Hotline. Um, she, he puts out like puts one out every day uh, yeah. for VIP members, and it was right around you know the time when all of this was happening, Vince and everything. And um, he basically said Triple H is not somebody to hold a grudge. He never has been. Um, he's always been you know like if there's a fight, there's bad blood or something. He's always you know one that wants to make up and um, you know whether it's personal reasons or for business reasons. So I I can't see him like saying, no, I'm not going to work with X, Y, Z, you know, because they fucked me over once or, you know, whatever. Um, I think if, you know, if it's, if it's the right move for the business, um, you know, and, and there's obviously mutual interest between, um, you know, the company and whoever it, this, this fictional person is that they, they want to potentially bring in. Um, yeah, I think it'll, it'll happen. Uh, yeah. He doesn't he said, he doesn't really seem to be one to, to hold a grudge like that. Now, what about the locker room? If you're a, a, a guy that watched someone leave and go to the competition and immediately talk shit about you, and there, there, were, there are plenty of them. Let's just take a Rusev or Miro. Mm-hmm. Immediately talking shit. Do I mean... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So what I was going to say is, like, I think... In, I mean, especially in the wrestling business, like they get it. It's just, it's, it's a wrestling business, you know? So it's like, you know, you jump to, jump to competition or, or something like that. I and mean, we even saw it down, you know, back in the Monday Night Wars, WCW and yeah. WWE, um, or WWF back then. Um, yeah, I think the, the guys kind of just understand like, hey, you know, you're doing what you got to do. You're going out there to get heat. Um, it's nothing personal. And I, I mean, there's probably going to yeah. be somebody that, you know, might has a, an issue or two with it, but I think generally it's just like, it's, it's, you know, that's what they do. They go out there to try and get heat. So if you're, if you're showing up on the competition, yeah, of course, bad mouth, comp- bad mouth, the company you just came from, you're going to get the fans in the building riled up and, uh, sure. you know, get some controversy started and stuff. So throw, I think throw uh, in the garbage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Throw a belt in the garbage or take one out again, like Medusa did not too long ago on NXT. Right. Um, I like that she undid what she undid what she had done before. Like, she literally it kinda, undid it. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of where I'm at on that one, anyway. So you don't think that people would have, or there would be many people that had a problem with. I can't say a Keith Lee because like he had Keith. I don't know. So from what I got from Wade was that Keith yeah, from from his shows was that Keith Lee was pretty much an asshole, and um, that's a thing that I've seen pretty become kind of common with these indie types that's been on the indies forever and actually know what they're doing, actually know how to wrestle, actually been taught well, and they have a character and stuff. And they come to somewhere and it's like, oh, well, now you got to do what I say. And it's like, well, no, you, you're with our company. You got to fit into what we need you to do. And he was good at NXT. And before he ever even went up to the main roster, Wade said that he had a he had issues backstage with how he acted, like that there were multiple issues with him. Yeah, multiple you occasions. That? So um, I'm not talking about the Keith Lees because. I don't know if he can come back. Even if Triple H doesn't have, hold a grudge, 
here's here's what the problem is. Here here's where I see a big problem. If you're um Adam Cole, you got you got uh offered a main roster spot, right? Mm-hmm. And you didn't take it. Somebody from NXT not getting the main roster spot. They need they need to be offered a main roster spot. And and they still not getting that offer yet. Just yet. For whatever reason. I'm talking about under Triple H, still not getting it. But Adam Cole gets to come back. I see a big problem there. Cause because we're not in the same era where it's Booker T and Diamond Dallas Page. These people are much more emotional. Let's just be for real. You know, uh a lot more stuff is out there. I think Adam Cole was emotional for even leaving and stuff. Cool. You got to go be with the elite and stuff like that, but it's more of a chance that they would make it to WWE than you would actually be somebody of note over there. You know what I mean? Like they got offered WWE contracts and you're going into their world coming from there. Sure. They pushed you, but then you got hurt. Like, it's just it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You can leave later, but if you get your WWE, you get offered a main roster contract, and this is who you are. I think you need to take that and see what happens with it. There's a lot of people that stayed there to see what was going to happen, and they're being rewarded for it. And there's people who didn't. Roger mm-hmm. Strong, nobody should get uh, a push before him. Anybody coming back. You stand behind Roderick Strong. Am I right or wrong on that? Um, I think it depends on who it is, but uh, I, I I wouldn't completely disagree with that. No. Well, who who will tell me? Who elaborate? Who is it? Who gets who gets the jump? Roderick Strong. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't really think of like. There's nobody that really sticks out in my brain, but like, um, you know, I mean, if you you talking bringing somebody back into NXT. No, no, no. I'm talking about bringing somebody to, in in terms of main roster, yeah. Whether it be, you know whether the person's coming from NXT or not, Roderick Strong has uh, seniority over everybody. If you left, you don't have that. Like if yeah. Adam Cole wants to come back, you will get a push after Roderick Strong. We'll see what to do with you, but Roderick Strong will always have top billing over you because guess what? You left. It's not about a grudge. It's hey man. You know, these people pay dues and all this other stuff, and you want me to just drop everything, and you want to come back and come in at the same level you were at when you left. You left. You know? Like Miro. Miro still doesn't have a world cha- uh, title. Yep. I'm be honest with him. Fuck him. Seriously. Anybody who leaves kind of weird like that, go stay over there. Cesaro. He's a, maybe he's a little bit different. Um, But Cesaro too, man. I I can't have that sympathy for people, and I don't think they should even be pushed. They don't have to come back down in NXT, but you shouldn't just get to come back straight up. Hit Row didn't sign with anybody else. Karrion Cross didn't sign with anybody else. He, they didn't just go to the competition just cause. Tony Storm, I'd never let her back in those doors again, ever. Yeah, I can, you know. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, I mean, not only so, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. It kind of, I think it, it all depends too on on somebody like somebody like Roderick Strong. Like, yeah, he might have seniority and things like that, but you know, say Adam Cole wanted to come back to NXT, I'd push Adam Cole over Roderick Strong. Adam Cole, much more charisma 
there's much more charisma there. Um, I mean, Roderick Strong. If he come Bobby, back in NXT, sure. But I'd move Roderick Strong up. You see what I mean? Like, Roderick Strong's about to get a bigger contract and everything than you. I'm about to make sure he doesn't feel jealous at all because he didn't do what you did. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, no. I mean, I it, like, and, and I, I totally hear what you're saying. I mean, you, see, you still take care of everybody and whatever. But, um, you know, in terms of, like, drawing power, you know, uh, Roderick Strong doesn't have that compared to, like, Adam Cole, <laughs> nah. you know? So it's... Like I see what you're saying. Um, you keep the keep the guys get the seniority. You know, keep them happy because and reward them for for sticking it through. I mean, hell, like look at the Undertaker for Christ's sake, you know. Um, yeah. But at the same time, like I mean, how, I mean, look at Austin. I mean, he he kind of like quit the company, took his ball and went home a couple times. Oh and, yeah. You know, he still came back and was on top of the card. Um, it, it wouldn't have made sense to take. But he didn't like go Austin. anywhere else. He didn't. Well, no, go true. Yeah, true. You know? But I mean, some of these guys too. You know, what, I mean, what are they supposed to do? They get cut from the company, mm-hmm. or you know, they leave because they're not happy with you know what they're doing. I mean, what are they supposed to do? You know, you gotta, you know, still gotta get a, have a job and 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 you know things like that. So I mean, if something you can you can go somewhere else, you can go somewhere else. That's fine. But yeah. you you need to be careful who you align yourself with. Really careful. I don't know because Tony Khan. I, I I would say Triple H has way more of a problem with Tony Khan than uh. Vince did if he did at all. He called it a piss ant company. You know, Triple H, I I would say he would have more of a problem with them. Not that it even really makes that much of a goddamn difference because he knows that all those people know each other all the time. I mean, I, whatever. He may not have met him, but like all his friends or pe- former talent has known him. So he can't just hate Tony Khan off the bat, you know, like he would have, he in some ways would have to work with something Tony Khan did anyway, because people would come back, you know, so I don't, I don't think he necessarily hates Tony Khan or AW. I think he's, no, I said he had more of a problem. Like even, I don't think Vince even gave a shit, but I think he probably, you know, I think Triple H gives a little bit of a shit. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I think he definitely does more than, you know, more than, than Vince did, but, um, as far as I'm concerned, I think Triple H is kind of the guy that has a wrestling brain that would be like, no, more competitions, better. Um, you know, it's it's not only a better place, you know, gives our, you know, uh, his brethren, if you will, but you know, other places to work, other opportunities and things. But it's, um, you know, it grows interest in in wrestling overall. Um, you know, to have multiple. Um, I mean, not only do we have AEW, I mean, we got New Japan, you've got, well, Ring of Honor is kind of AEW now, but, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, it is AEW now. Impact. Um, I think Impact's Impact. been the greatest alternatives to WWE. I talked to my uh, my oldest son quite a bit, uh, and we were talking about that. I say, man, he, he just, he's just now watching Impact, like mm-hmm. 2000s Impact. And I'm like, yeah, man, but it, I think it was the greatest alternative, and it was actually real Monday night competition. Right. I, I never forgot that. And they still, just off of that alone, are worthy of me paying attention to anything they do. Because mm-hmm. they weren't, they, they're still around, and they weren't pussies. And said, they, you know what? We're going to go straight up against them. And, and they did really well, too. They right. were getting a million consistently. Over yep. a million. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of mismanagement, a lot of bad decisions that went into, you know, TNA impact and whatnot that, that kind of... I feel like probably prevented them from growing the way that they, 
you know, may have had the potential to. I mean, because at one point, I mean, goddamn, they had a stacked roster. Holy shit. ROH is the same. And, you know? and to be honest, oh, yeah, ROH yeah, yeah, is sure. actually the reason we have AEW. Because ROH was so stupid that they couldn't keep all that talent they had to actually be a real alternative to WWE. Our, back in the day, ROH with Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, they were the true AEW style competition to WWE and they mm-hmm. failed on, on every level imaginable. They failed to get better TV. They failed to keep any, any of their damn talent, any yep. of it. Yep. <laughs> they didn't you even know, keep. Yeah. I mean, it was also too, at a time, you know, not to, I'm just kind of playing devil's yeah. advocate, but it's yeah, like, yeah. it was also at a time too, where like wrestling was way down, you know, popularity of wrestling was way down. All that was going on. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I guess, but like, TNA thrived, you know, um, New Japan, like the the companies that deserve to be here are still here. WWE, Impact and New Japan. I know Impact is super low on that totem pole, but they're on it. And and, and, And to be fair, they've always been number two here since WCW left. It's them. It's not AEW. I don't give a fuck how much money Tony Khan has, how much. Hundreds of millions he throws away per year on, on video games. The reason Impact is number two is because they have been doing such a great job with absolutely nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Like they, they they got talent. Don't get me wrong, they got talent. But 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 I mean it's a wrestling company. That's that's what they got. You know, like everybody's got talent. Other than that, nothing. Pentagon. Tessa Blanchard, uh, I know they don't have these guys now, but Pentagon, Tessa Blanchard, uh, Brian Cage, Karrion Cross, uh, Johnny, whatever the hell is Johnny Impact, uh, Sammy, Sammy Callahan, that whole era, that, one, that was just, what, what, five years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the time Seth was Monday Night Rollins and Becky the Man and stuff. All of that stuff was at the same time. Impact deserves to be where they are because they worked hard everything lax that team that hates each other now aew took and i've watched them i've watched in chicago when they appeared aew took one of the best tag teams in professional wrestling at the time and now they fucking hate each other fuck that company man that's weird i've never seen wwe do anything remotely close to that yeah no (laughs) for sure and and i want to get back to something you said Tony Storm. You agree with her not coming back. I, w- I want to know why. I never thought she was – personally, I just never thought she was as good as, as a lot of people thought. Um, you know, there, a lot of people, I think, just liked her, uh, you know, her, her sex appeal and the size of her ass. You say big-ass booty, man. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I just did. Size of her ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, so, I like, you know, I, I – at first, like, I thought – because and, and I'm on record saying this in PWT Talks NXT back in the archives, like – um, you know, I, I felt like she kind of had that had that it factor. And, and in a way, she did have an it factor that cert- some women in NXT at the time definitely didn't. Um, you know, so and I felt like she was kind of main roster ready for Vince, like Vince was going to be able to kind of t- pick her out of the NXT sandbox and plop them or plop her into his. Um, but I don't feel like she was nearly as good as um, as anybody as, as a lot of people thought she was. And I do vaguely remember hearing stuff about you know her backstage kind of just being a little bit uh, difficult to work with 
uh, don't quote me on yeah okay because like don't quote you on that i don't give a shit yeah well no like i'm I'm, i want to make sure i'm like being actually accurate you know because like i'm just kind of going off of my memory my memory sucks um you could throw allegedly in there too that helps a little bit you're not being malicious allegedly allegedly i like that allegedly um so yeah that's kind of it like i i don't I wouldn't say like I'd be like, you know, if she showed back up with a company like whatever, you know, is what it is. But, um, yeah, I feel like there's plenty of other women out there that would be um, a much better fit, probably, you know, probably to, to, to come into the company and, and uh, you know, have that spot where, you know, Tony Storm, she certainly has the it factor. She could probably sell merch and things like that, which is definitely something WB looks at. Um but, you know, in terms of like actual wrestling uh, and, you know, things like that, I, I can't, I don't know, I just can't get behind her. Well, yeah, you know what? I, uh, when she, when she lost weight, she showed up and, and she had, a, she had dropped a bunch of weight in AEW. And I was like, well, fuck you. You know, WWE, it was reported that WWE wanted her to drop like 50 pounds, uh, uh, drop weight. And she said, no, why are you going to make me drop weight? And everybody was like, why do I have to drop weight? Why does she have to do that? And then she dropped it anyway. I was like, so what was the problem? Like, seriously, what was the problem? Oh, and I get it. You don't want, oh, I got a pie slammed in my face. I was like, well, Vince McMahon kissed another man's ass on television. You want a pie in the face or you want to kiss another man's ass? Because you, you, you got to get humiliated some kind of way. I'd rather somebody slap a pie in my face. Oh, they can't do that to her. It's like, did they, did they, was it a dick? Did they slap her in the face with a dick? Like, I, I'm confused. Like, this is, you know what I mean? Like, I, there, there's, there's an embarrassing moment that you could come back from, and then there's total disrespect. Clowns, Bozo the Clown, used to get the pie slapped in his face all the time. I don't remember him, you know, saying, I gotta leave the company because they slapped a pie in my face. I know he's a clown, but like, what else was Bozo that Tony Storm is? An you entertainer. Know, <laughs> I, I have a theory about why she dropped all the weight. Only fans. Uh, it was the drug she was doing? Oh, hold on. Well, <laughs> maybe that. I, I was going to get into the kids that a little bit. You know, she wanted to do that too, and that's cool. I don't think that's worth um, – that's fleeting, man. You know, that, that, will, that will bottom out at some point. Oh, yeah. Because no, you can sure. only get – yeah, you know, I, I think if you like Sasha Banks would do better. Sasha Banks could do an OnlyFans for like maybe five years and it'd be crazy. You know, she'd probably retire off of that. But like Tony Storm, she'd do better taking a pie to the face and losing to Charlotte. You know, like I, Charlotte I, doesn't Charlotte I doesn't I mean, have a title right now. So who was that title going to go to? Yeah. I mean, Tony I, I Storm was. Like, yeah, I was reading something like she was making like like ten grand a week or something like that. Something stupid. Like it was more money than she was making at WWE off her OnlyFans. Ten grand, ten grand is a lot of money to be making a week, and then you like, I don't, I can't take a part of the faith. It's like, yeah. okay, well, we can't have you here, like. It's just ridiculous. It's like when we talked about earlier with Kyler Murray um, not not wanting to do. Well, he actually he didn't have a problem with it. You know, he he, he got mad at the media reporting that it was a big deal because he was like, it's not a big deal. I know my tape. They just want me to do more. But Kyler Murray getting paid 
quarter of a, a, a billion dollars. And, and one of the things he has to do for that money, and it's guaranteed money, uh, he has to study independently for hours. Okay, mm-hmm. do it. Do independent film study yourself for four hours a week. You know, like I, I, I tell you, I tell you like this: I could do four hours a week of independent film study for ten thousand dollars a week. Oh, I, there's I a problem. there's a lot of things I do for ten thousand dollars a week. <laughs> right, only fans being one of those things, just one, one of millions. You know, <laughs> you know. Hey, if people it, wanted uh, to see this, sure, I'd do it. <laughs> you know, I, I like where I like where things are going with WWE. I am a little worried about how many people Triple H brings back because he's now he has a completely different audience than he inherited the casuals. But now that Triple H is in charge. He also increased by the hardcore fan. So the right. hardcore fans are going to be, the vocal minority are going to be so loud. And they're already loud. Don't bring back all the AEW guys and stuff. They're yelling. Don't bring back past talent. I'm like, no, these guys, Karrion Cross and Scarlett were ready made for the, the main roster. Oh, God, um, yeah. What what happened with Karrion Cross on the main roster the first time around was a fucking, like, travesty. Yeah. Like, I, oh, my God. Yeah, it was. And, and I like they brought him back. They didn't fucking ask questions. They didn't allude to it. Uh, nothing. He, they could brought him back as a badass he is. Uh, and and they, we could gloss over it. We don't need to insult anybody's intelligence, but we don't need to go back into that. You know, um, uh, I love the direction of the company right now. Creative is great. I just told you Hit Row came back with no fanfare, man. None. Yeah, and that doesn't crowd, actually surprise me. But oh wait, oh, did the, wait, did the crowd went nuts? Yes. Okay. They knew I thought they when you were. said no fanfare, they they like the crowd didn't go nuts. But all right, sweet. No, I mean like nobody said shit about it. Like they, it went, they didn't say they didn't prep anybody for anything. Hit yeah. Roses came out like Hit Row were already on the roster. B Fab too. Nice. Oh yep. yeah. Yep. People, Hell yeah. So people people loved it. Um. Now I want to go in a little bit different direction. Um. Well, not a different direction. Um, I don't know the future of NXT. I don't want to get into too much of NXT. Um, I, I'll just go. I'll just go here. Uh, how much AEW did you watch? Um, not a whole heck of a lot. When it, it first came out, um, I would try to keep up. Like first few weeks, it's actually the first. The first AEW show was the first week NXT went two hours. And it was also the first time I was on PWT Talks NXT. Um, so ever since I've tried to like keep up with AEW, but like I just never got in the habit, you know, um, I, I, when I say keep up with, I meant watch it every week, but I just never got in the habit. So it's like I keep up with it. But um, in terms of watching it, I probably haven't actually watched any like Dynamite in I don't know, a month and a half or so. Do you do you enjoy the program? I generally i do um but i also don't look at aw through an analyst lens like i do wwe um partly because like i think it's partly just because like i know it's a different company and and i don't necessarily feel like i know the inner working well not that like i feel like i necessarily know the inner workings of wwe but like there's just so much more we you know so much more we know about wwe and how things kind of operate and whatever so like with AEW, i kind of just sit back and enjoy the product as how it's presented um 
generally I enjoy it. There's certainly, you know, there's certainly been times where, you know, it's been like, what the hell are you guys doing? Um, but I mean, generally when I watch it, I, I do, I do enjoy it. Okay. Well, I, I don't want to knock it too much. That's why. I mean, I, yeah. I, I hate it. I know a lot of people I've had on the show hate it. Yeah. I'm going to out you, Tom. You fucking hate AEW. And we talk about it. I, he can't stand them. I, it's, oh, Tom, Tom hates AEW. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's like, they make me sick to my stomach. Literally. I mean, it's it's kind of weird because very few things make me sick to my stomach. I'm not allergic to eggs, but the fried a uh, fried egg smelling it, just one whiff of it makes me violently nauseous. Oh no, uh, it makes me hungry, man. No, that even, <laughs> even even the thought of it too much, like if I think about it too much, I start to get nauseous. But it, it makes me and, and that's how AEW gets to be after. It takes a long time, but I I remember going to Double or Nothing, and this is just us talking. I, I like I said, I don't want to. I, I want you to understand yeah. why I can't stand them. Yeah, yeah um, no, for sure. I went to Double or Nothing. Everything was great. That was one of the best times. Don't get me wrong. AEW is some of the best time I ever had as a wrestling fan and as an adult greatest moments of my life seriously some of the greatest moments of my life um i went to double or nothing um we we all, we rode nine hours to vegas from where i'm from damn um, dude was, yeah i mean it was great though because you you know you didn't want to come out of the airport and all that extra stuff first guy we we saw was uh uh, uh brutus the barber bk oh sweet first person first person we met out of the car immediately in front of because we, awesome. we stayed in the ho- we stayed in the hotel where uh, all the talent stayed so uh, i got to see joey janela well i mean he's he wasn't a very cool guy joey janela uh a lot lots of people i just feel like that i'm not gonna name everybody i met but i met a lot of people godfather being one of them and just this oh, was just yeah. on the first night it was crazy the young bucks and everything they were doing was really really cool it was really a, a, a it was like a carnival for wrestling fans and i loved it um and um du- double or nothing was great too it ended well and everything there was one thing at double or nothing that kind of it, it started to go a little a certain way um well first off i met pete rose <laughs> right before i mean minutes did you, before did you tombstone him no, 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 no. He did ask about Kang, though. <laughs> he did ask. He was All right. like, is Glenn here? I was like, like literally, he was like, Glenn's here? I was like, well, I don't know the motherfucker personally, but uh, I don't, I was like, I don't know because there's a lot of people in it's easily, he could easily be here and not say nothing to people, yep. you know, because uh, of the WWE thing. I, I think it was a lot of people there that were, but just didn't say nothing like, um, but anyway, I kind of, got a sense of how they operated and how they were i know it was double or nothing i i, I love the the how how open everything is but aw how everyone's cool uh but everybody's friends and let me tell you something you don't work with your friends you don't you can't be too professional with them because um it breaks up friendships we just yeah. talked about that earlier with tag team you know like because you, you got to do your job and you you got to do it well, you got to you got to put a cap on that bullshit. You can't go out and do whatever you want in the match, you know. 
uh, that's AEW has a problem with that. Like, oh, we're just going to do whatever we want. It's like, nah, you can't do that. Like, for one, that, that doesn't even make sense that you're going to crash off of the, You're going to jump from the building and the match isn't over. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know, like, how are we going to top that next week? Right. You know, or or how about you don't do that so that you don't risk your life? Oh, no, <laughs> you know, for like, sure. For sure. We got to do this next week. But, you know, it was all this talk. It was all this flash. It was all this everything. And then it, the cracks started to form. And this one guy was like, oh, man, this is better than all four WrestleManias I went to. Can you imagine how I started to feel? I just met Pete Rose and nothing can top that. Nothing. Yes. I, you, I'm set, I was in the line for for double or nothing. I was in line to go get my seat, and I look over to my left, and and it's like it's got a big Pete Rose jersey and stuff. It was like Pete Rose signing right now. I was like, well, fuck this. We got our seats. We can go in there whenever we want. I go in there and meet Pete Rose. Fantastic, fantastic moment. Bought an autograph ball and stuff. Uh, I got upsold on that. I didn't even. It was crazy. She was like, well, yeah, the ball's like two hundred dollars. I was like, what the fuck. Oh, I I was in Vegas though, and I, I I had been winning money. I came back plus. I didn't lose oh, any money on that trip. Yeah, that is always back. a good thing. That is always a good thing. Yeah, man, roll with me. You'll come back plus on every trip you go on. Okay, maybe not everyone, but like, no, I came back plus like a couple hundred, couple thousand dollars. Dude, last time <laughs> I went to a casino, I came back plus. I came back plus a whole thirteen dollars. It was great. Well, well that's better. <laughs> it's better than losing it all. Right. I got a buddy that wins money. He'll win. He'll come in there with fifty dollars, win five hundred, and leave negative five hundred. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've done that. I've done that once. Yeah, man. So like, yeah, yeah. that's a, you know, But he'll do this every weekend. It's weird. He, I, I know where the fuck he's getting the money from. But <laughs> yeah, but right. no. Um, but that was that was just weird to me, you know. Um, so I was already riding that high. And I was like, yeah, this wrestling show is going to be great. And this idiot in front of me is talking up his girlfriend who doesn't give a shit about pro wrestling. Um, and he's talking about how it's better than four WrestleManias. And he's, he's, he's just overselling the, the entire experience. And I'm like, man, I'm here to have a good time. And I've never been to a WrestleMania. There's no fucking way this is better than a WrestleMania. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. I this is you. before the show starts. I'm just sitting there in the MGM Grand. And it's, he was ruining everything about it. And I don't, oh, yeah. and I, I wasn't mad at him. Well, I was. Fuck him. I, 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 no, I actually, I actually wasn't. I wasn't mad at him. I was mad that they had so many cracks in their shit and everybody was doing this. I was mad that I thought back to it and I said, why isn't everybody getting autographs? In pictures with all this talent at Starcast, they were in line for double or nothing T-shirts. I said, yeah. okay, Man, these are people who 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 were. I think somebody like died a month later or something like that. These are people you weren't gonna see again, and they they are worried about everything else they're doing. And I'm like, dude, I'm getting my belt signed by Jerry the King Lawler. Eric Bischoff walks up to me and says, "Hi." I didn't oh, say shit to him. He walked up to cool. me. Hey, Man, it was fucking cool. He's one of the coolest dudes I ever met. It was weird. You know, it was weird as hell. I was like, was like hey, man, how you guys doing? I was like, damn, nigga, you the host? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> he was he is great. He walks around like a host. I could tell how he was in WCW, but probably way more high energy. But like, anyway, 
it went from that to I mean, everything went so downhill. Do you remember when Jericho said he was doing his first they were they were marketing Jericho's first unscripted promo in years? Yes. It was the worst promo I'd ever heard him drop ever. It was one of the worst, period. Really? I, I don't think I've heard it. It was terrible. It was at uh Fighter Fest or Fight for the Fall or not. Fight for the Fall. Uh first off, they, they had too many F uh pay per views. That's stupid. Yeah. Because <laughs> fight for the fallen. Like, come on. Yeah, like I got confused. Like I everybody confuses those. Um, but my point was like it was overselling, under delivering. They said they were gonna have health care. And I was like, they they said they talked about a union. Cody was doing it too. <clears throat> it's probably why Cody left because he knew he it just got to a point where he knew Tony Collins was full of shit. And um he was a mark for himself. And and I get it. Like Vince McMahon isn't a mark for himself, you know? Like Triple H isn't. Look at his elaborate entrances and stuff. Like, oh, I get that. You could do this thing. You could be a mark for yourself. But they started overselling everything. And I started looking at the reality of what they were talking about. And then I started looking at their fan fans literally doing cult type stuff and overselling me. Like, oh man, you should drink the Kool-Aid. It's delicious. The grass is always green on the other side. It was like they were all wearing the same jumpsuit and t-shirt and shit. And it was just, it just got to a point where it is, there's no balance in the force, you know? Yeah. It's oh, all, I mean, wrestling fans is the worst thing about wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just like Star Wars fans. That's why, I, you know, I mentioned it because it, yeah, no, exactly. You know, so it was, it's is a natural, like I naturally hate AEW. It's not an artificially constructed thing. It's not even tribalism. It's that they're fucking liars. And I don't like them for that. You know, um, the, when the Young Bucks had a problem with uh, Top Dollar talking about gym shoes and shit, and this dude's worth most of the roster put together, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, just petty, stupid shit. And I'm like, why are y'all even doing that? Like, uh, uh, I get it. Like you could, you got to put your people over. But Chris Jericho said it. He said, "You got to sell your opponent. You got to sell him. He's got to be the best guy you ever beaten. He's got to be the top dude. Because if you don't, you burying your whole match. You know, like right. you can't bury the guy you're fucking wrestling. And and you know, uh, Kenny Omega was like, oh, we got the best women's division and blah blah blah. And then yeah, uh, Cody was like, I don't know why they, you know, Tegan Knox wanted to go back to developmental and shit. It's like, bro, you got people over there that's not doing shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, your people are untrained. We yeah. see that, unfortunately. And, and and that made me hate Cody for the longest. Like, just period. He let Britt Baker wrestle with the full-blown flu and said she was a badass. I was like, no, she's contagious. And that's dangerous, nigga. Like, what are you doing? Right. I remember that. I wish I had screenshot that that tweet because i was like when covid happened you know years later but i'm like you see what i mean about what you were doing because if you had done that during the age of covid well of course i would have done it with covid but you were doing it then you yeah. should have never been letting someone with the full-blown flu wrestle he deleted the tweet obviously but it took him days i was like why would you do that like yeah. you forgot that you're a professional first off if you were going to let her do it, you couldn't tell a soul, right? You, right. Need, you need to. Right. Uh, if, 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 if WWE lets you do it, 
Vince McMahon and Stephanie and Triple H were like, oh, they're badasses for wrestling with AIDS. It's like, whoa, there's a blood component in this. You can't just say, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. It, yep. Is it is it that they can't wrestle with AIDS? No, that's not what I'm saying. It's just that, bro, do you know what you're doing? Like, you got to have, you got to pull it back in. And then they bleed all over the place. That's another thing. You got yeah. You want to talk about COVID. Uh, if you want to ask me personally, eh, whatever. I don't want to get into my personal COVID beliefs and stuff. I'll put it to you like this. I was kind of with Anthony Fauci when he fucking laughed at it the first time. Before it was a big deal to everybody. And before they told him, hey, man, <laughs> they put their foot on his neck and told him to make some other rules. Because that's what he did. There's an interview with him laughing his ass off about you. Like, what do you think a mask is going to do? I don't care about mask mandates. I wore a mask. I'm vaccinated, fully vaccinated. I don't give a shit. I'll do whatever you need. I got it. You know, I'm not your enemy here. But right. why the fuck are people blading on TV if COVID's a thing? You, oh, no, you, exactly. You know, you clearly don't give a fuck about what you're doing. You got niggas like, bleeding. Yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, and, and like, there's actually something we started getting into. I want to say it was either this past week, a week before on PWT Talks NXT. It was like, you started talking about blading and stuff. And, and it's like, I'm, there's part of me that's, that's torn on it because like, you know, it obviously blood can certainly help enhance and tell a story. And, and it's something that's been part of wrestling for so long, but like, so there's like this wrestling part of me that's like, yeah, give me the blood, give me the blood. But right. But but then by the same token, you know, you're like, OK, these are actual real people that, you know, are susceptible to, you know, hepatitis and AIDS and other bloodborne pathogens and things like that. You know, and it's like, do you, do you they're really wrestling do it? Indie people, they're wrestling right. people from all this. And, and that's, that's not to shit on them is you're wrestling people from all over all yeah. the time. You're you're just opening up to everything you can possibly think of a wwe is it's just them it's just them all the time so yep. yeah when somebody gets sick it's cool they're already in their own bubble man they're not re- that's why they don't wrestle everybody from everywhere else it's not about being selfish it's about you can't be like them because you're not them you're something totally different you have to be super professional and do this and do that you know like and, and that's that's my problem with AEW. they're just super unprofessional and like every facet they're unprofessional uh jim ross when they got jim ross i was like man he's been terrible lately years ago he was off he was mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah no he, he's, he just, he's had his ups and downs for sure he was just terrible and then when they hired him i was like what the fuck are you doing he's terrible <laughs> you know i was like he he was in um cruiserweight classic or may no may young classic him and leader that was sh- the drizzling shit yeah, it was, it was terrible. pretty bad. They, did, they didn't really I, seem to find some chemistry together. Yeah, and he didn't know shit or anyone, you know, and, and people were complaining about it. I think it was New Japan he was over at. My point is, like, they hired him, and it was like, oh, people were like, yeah, they got JR. I was like, no, 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 no. Did y'all just remember, like, two days ago when JR was horrible? I don't want to hear him, you know. Um, but he's still, he's found his way. He knows the people, but he do, he clearly doesn't like the company. Uh, yeah. When I met him, he didn't feel like he wanted to be there. It was just weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was super weird. No, but um, to finish up, um, who do you want to see? Uh, wait, 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 wait. I mean, let me make sure you you guys didn't already go through this. Who do you want to see come back? Whether it be NXT or main roster? Did y'all y- y'all already go through that? Um, 
We, uh, I think we did actually. I think we did. Well, fuck it. I want to hear. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Um, who do I want to see come back? So Carrie and Cross was my answer. Um, when when we talked about it. So I, I can't really go back to that. Um, who else kind of hey, rose back? It rose back. Um, I, oh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, whether it's in a wrestling capacity or if he is, um, you know, backstage, uh, you know, uh, or down at the PC, you know, uh, training people or, or what have you. Um, I think he's he's Samoa Joe's just somebody you want on your team. He, he just he seems like such a, a good, genuine dude, first off. Um but he's got a great mind for the business. He's brutal in the ring. Um, I, I, just amazing. So that's, I think that's, that's my answer. My biggest answer is going to be Samoa Joe, hands down. Yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, I will lie. In some capacity, yes. And, I, and I, I'd say AJ Styles and a, a bunch of other guys could, you know, uh, Abyss being there, they can, they can get him over there. Oh, big time. And say, yeah, you know, and say, hey, and Jeff Jarrett, you know. It's like, come chill with us. Uh, I wish <clears throat> I'd like to see Christopher Daniels, not like team was ever there, but I'd like to see Christopher Daniels come over and be a producer. Uh, I think that'd yeah. be great. I think that would be them. great. Yeah, that'd be a good, uh, good spot for him, for sure. Um, because cause I'm, I'm looking in terms of who, who I want to produce what. Uh, Christopher Daniels, they really, really missed out on Madison Ray. Um, yeah. She, she'll be available anyway because I I 100% believe the stories that are out there that Tony Khan blew up at people backstage and then that's why he delegated his powers because he's gonna yell at her. Mm-hmm. He doesn't respect women. I could it's weird. I can point out a dude who just don't respect women. You know I I don't I put it to you like this. When it comes to how somebody might treat a a, a woman, I think. Vince McMahon is definitely going to treat a woman better than Tony Khan. And the reason is I just don't see him like look at their division for one, like two, there's no, no communication at all in that company. Can't be. Uh, This is saying this is the same dude that has people uh, saying they never heard anything back from him. Like their contract was up and they just stopped hearing from him, you know. Yeah. Um, now they're here for Madison Rain or uh, Sanjay Dutt, but it's still going to be the same thing. It's gonna be like, oh, well, what did Tony say? Oh, you know, well, you know, you know how it is. It's gonna be, it's gonna be no direct word from him because they, they're just gonna, they're just gonna field stuff that he can't, but he, he won't have any input on it. So it's gonna be exactly the same. It's gonna be someone else that knows that he's full of shit and can't communicate that he's immature for the business. That's fine. But Madison rain, uh, 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 Christopher Daniels, Sanjay Dutt would have been great too. But you know, um, a lot of people wanted Jay Lethal in WWE. I don't see it happening. Um, I, I, I see it happening in NXT. I don't see it main roster just simply because, uh, I don't see where his spot is, you know, like New Day and Street Profits are, are kind of in his spot. Um, yeah. yeah, so, so yeah, I w- I'd love to see Madison Rain come over there, but like pretty much former Impact people, <laughs> uh, you know, former TNA people, 
Uh, they already got Jeff Jarrett. Why not just add everybody else that you can? Yeah, um, why not? Why not? Yeah, I mean, as producers, you, they're going to be the best people you can get out there. Do you think that John Laurinaitis finds another job? In the wrestling business? <laughs> Shit, period, at this point. I mean, um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I'm sure he'll find something. Um but uh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of hope he's not in the wrestling business personally. Pussy power, the power of pussy. Right. <laughs> he's down with OPP, OPP power. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There we go. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, unless you got anything else you want to discuss? Uh, there's nothing I could think of off the top of my head anyway. Um. I don't have any topics or anything written down, so I was just kind of going. No, with that's the flow, all good. You know, that is all good. Uh, going with the flow. Well, yeah, we, I don't want to be too heavy, uh, because you know the Vince and Triple H, that's a that's going to be ongoing. So. Oh yeah, there's uh, a lot. There's a lot there. We, yeah, we just we and barely it's an ongoing story. It. Yeah. I mean, we barely touched on it. Unlike Vince McMahon, John Laurinaitis, and Kevin Dunn, ah, barely touched on it. <laughs> no, that's but, right. Yeah. yeah um. There's something we say in uh, Sporticus. Um, it's it's a it's a play on words from Gladiator. At the right. end of every show, the the at, at the end of every show, the person not me, or at least one of the people that is not me when it's uh, multiple guests or multiple co-hosts, you say this is Sporticus, and you have been sports entertained. Well, this is Sporticus. I don't cut this part out, so don't fuck this up. <laughs> All right. I, I don't. I'm not cutting any of this out. I, I'm going to put this show up. I'm going to upload it exactly the way we did it, with me explaining this part to you too. So if you mess it up, you're going to have to do it again, back to back. Oh man. All right. Well, this is Sporticus, and you've been sports entertained. All right. Did I do it right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Hey guys, Sporticus is all over social media. You can find us on Rockfin. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Anchor, Twitter, and Patreon. All under Sporticus or Sporticus Live. Come holla at us.